Gerard Mangan reading a long-lost poem by T.S. Eliot, discovered in a wastebasket in the bus shelter at Margate Sands. It's called Thomas the Mystical Cat. We've seen him on his knees upon the pews inside the abbey. We've seen him turn his nose up at the naughtiest of tabbies. He's not afraid to risk the charge of sounding pessimistic, for Thomas is the sternest, the most earnest of all mystics. Before receipts and ledgers made him prematurely old, he dared disturb the universe with trouser-bottoms rolled. But he's rarely less than reverent and never nihilistic. He's the sternest and the soberest, the learnedest of mystics. His mastery of languages alone inspires wonder. He can chatter fluent Camberwell or conjugate the thunder. His prehistoric Sanskrit seems a trifle archaistic, but obscurity is a virtue when the object is artistic. His meanings are a maze of things that set your noddle spinning. He takes a long way round to say the end is the beginning. But bowing down to Canterbury has made him fatalistic. When he's listening for mermaids, he looks almost quietistic. We've seen him sipping Earl Grey behind his desk at Faber, nursing nervous protégés throughout the throes of labour. His heart is not devoid of cheer, but let's be realistic. You'd never guess his transcendental mind is altruistic. When Thomas climbs the stairway to the salon of his maker, Will the doorman wave him in along with Puritans and Quakers? My only reservations, God will say, are stylistic, for Thomas is the sternest, the most earnest of all mystics.